I'm all hyped up on vestiges of cosmic law, of a circumstance interaction, understanding in your forest when you're ripening, when your fruit is dropping, when it's your time for the removal of ignorance. And I want to get together with Digi, DJ, Mini, Dwarf, or Too High, Big Rig, Hig, or Swan, or Sean. He slept by the ocean and the river mouth in a low and is in lovely hobo swag in blue track pants and blue button-up layer on collegiate blue winter swag sweater with dark beard and darker eyes wary and also alert in the morning with the fog there's also an empty cooler that he has been cleaning he said he slept in saturn we chat on a sandstone precipice with the river along us and the river and ocean around us he gives me a dayong qigong continuing tradition manual Copyright September 2000 from San Playbo Avenue, El Centro, California. He says this is important because his god Baba Shawl is located there. Ask him what a shawl is and he says it's like a white robe. It's also important because on the cover is two geese flying. It's a trinity of power birds that has been within my personal scope of events. If the mumbo jumbo and bullshit is getting too thick, what I'm trying to say is that I'm interested in when circumstance, interaction, and understanding in your ripening fruit, when your times comes for the removal of ignorance. I'm interested in the point when events line up so that your internal cosmos interacts with your habitat and you learn just what you need to learn. For example, I had learned three lessons from birds, bird, 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 bird. is that he gives me a Qigong book with geese on the front because I had quit smoking weed and I've been replacing that inner mysticism that you get from smoking a dube with chapter one. Four thousand years ago in ancient China, it is said the legendary yellow emperor invented a technique of breathing and movement to vitalize mind and body. Records describe breathing exercises exist from about 1000 BC. The Chinese, like the ancient Greek, believe in a healthy mind in a healthy body and discovered many techniques that were supposed to enhance health and well-being. Understanding your place when your time comes for the removal of ignorance. This is happening in vestiges, remnants, remainders, fragments, relics, echoes, indications. We try and sing it, we get into trances, we mark it, we print it, we imprint it. There's an impression of it, a legacy, a reminder, a memento, a souvenir, that lump on the back of your head, a token, a trophy. What remains after the dance of the seven veils, the leftovers, the leaving, the evidence, the resonance? strewn across the sky in a milky way or a memory within your brain the mastery of a particular particular a particular rhythmic movement the irregular s curve cultivated for its own sake the world is singing to the world how deep do you know yourself the world is singing to the world all right cut the bullshit I was hyped up on understanding the circumstances for when your time comes for the removal of ignorance. I was stoked to talk to too hig, too high, Sean, because I wanted to know how deep he knows himself when the world is singing to his world. He's a jazz drummer, and I was hyped up on understanding the pinpoint, pin-ultimate places that you hit sticks when you're playing jazz. Because I'm figuring if the removal of ignorance comes from a time when you are ripe within yourself to understand the circumstances so that you're not obliterated, it's got to be pretty close to playing some jazz music and hitting it right in the right space hitting the drums in accordance with the laws of nature, the sparkles, the imparnables, beyond the shadow of doubt, in the groove in the pocket, moving to some place completely new. How deep do you know yourself? And London like came around and showed you something that you didn't want me to see. Oh, it was like a blueprint or a chart of how to play tennis. Uh -huh. 
like, why is he not showing this? Why is this information just for Kyle? That makes it the best information, though, doesn't it? Makes the information you want. I got the feeling when I was there with you in London that there was like that there's like a secret higher part to each of you that's trying to talk to and wake up the higher part of myself. Yes, but you're, finally, you're finally catching on. But I'm too numbskulled to actually wake it up. It's just like a big giant sleeping a sleeping giant and I can't wake it up. Yeah, we're gonna have to hit you on the side of the head again. Oh, shit. Cool it out, you're getting too close to it. <laughs> Got hit on the side of the head in that bicycle rally in San Jose. Yes. showing you and I went through my mind to be like what was it and I'm pretty sure it was a, a chart of how to play tennis I, I kind of figured it couldn't be anything other than just more esoteric bullshit <laughs> the, the alternative of how to play tennis was it was like a chart of God like in the, the levels of it and sort of your place within it your interpretation of it though was that London and I had a higher selves within us that was trying to guide you along or to pull you to that realm. It's just that you kept getting fragments of it, like hallucinatory glimpses of it that weren't actually, that weren't actually it. Yeah. And my reaction was like, oh no, he's getting wise to it and we should shut him down. <laughs> At that time? Well, just right now. now. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. And upon thinking about that twice, I think that's the moment when you should be excited for your disciple. If you think that they can handle it and they can come up to... They're ready for a lift. They're ready for the lift. Yeah, I kind of feel like that pensive feeling a bit like the universe is trying to lift me. Between meeting the kid who was from Jupiter and then that same night talking to the guy downtown who was from Venus, or at least visited there. And then, you know, it's like, it's like I know that you, me, and London in a room are all actually the same entity, just kind of talking to itself. Okay. But I don't experience that yet. And so there's a gap between what I believe to be true and what I personally experience as only a fragment of the truth. And it's almost like you guys already know it. There's a part of you that already knows it. There's a part of me oh, that already knows it. Yeah, you've given us the credit. Yeah, you've given us the credit and the credit is due. Or just that I'm like, that's the part of you that I'm trying to communicate with because it's the part of myself that I'm trying to get in touch with. And when is this point, when is it ready and when is it primed? Yeah. Like, when is the stroke going to happen? According to a bodhisattva, it only happens when everybody's ready for it. A foul swoop. I don't know if I believe or agree with that whole bodhisattva mentality anymore. I kind of do think that it's individuals who get lifted up into it and it's just a perpetual state that's there. So it's, you, it's not that everybody has to be You're saying that London and I in London's apartment filled with bong smoke and pro wrestling memorabilia and how to do Japanese and and the, like, and the journal of his dad and the journal of his dad about tennis about tennis like a deep like sacred journal deep meditative journal about, about how, how to, to play, play tennis, tennis. Yeah. <laughs> and then going through this journal and like being on the couch and London's on the other side of the room getting water through his Alex Jones filter. 
It's Alex Jones InfoWars water filter. <laughs> and all kinds of books spread out about like pagan memorabilia like ideas. Like as much as that as there is pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. And the whole time samurai movies and like softcore porn Japanese 70s like uh, Charlie's Angels-esque type shows playing mixed, on low volume. Mixed with hip-hop instrumentals. Mixed with hip-hop instrumentals for sure with some of the most radical visuals yeah, attempting cool to visuals. enter into like a, well, just Visual like a visual. higher dimensional space. Yeah. You were saying that within this, you had the notion that when uh, London was showing me a page from his dad's red notebook that you could not see, that we were conspiring because we were trying to decide whether or not you were ready for this lift. It was like London specifically, it was, it was like a metaphoric gesture that London was saying, hey, there's information that you're not ready for yet. There's information you don't have access to that you're not privy for. It just put me in that position of that awkward, uncomfortable, there's information being kept from me state that kind of inherently instills paranoia and simultaneously like curiosity. Oh, what a... And frustration. What a dose, dude. <laughs> Secrets instill paranoia and curiosity. It's like almost like being afraid of something that you've been drawn to. You didn't think it, though, that was because we were, uh, like, psi agents or that we were even conspiring between ourselves. You were just seeing it as an aspect of our higher selves already doing it. It's all those things. Yes, I did see you as side agents. Because as you're there in your sort of crystallized forms, you're obviously threaded through the oneness, but there's some... Um there's some kind of individuality like you're you that's know, what i'm wondering did you think we were, that we were doing it on purpose or it was just like our higher angel selves were doing this there's no difference between those that's what i'm trying to drive state. at with you that's what yeah. i'm trying to get to is that you don't see the difference in it <laughs> and it's like and how, you want to be communicating with just the angel versions because then the angel versions are that much closer to the unified we're all just one entity experiencing itself yeah uh, Okay. I felt like London was on some kind of a wavelength like that. He was totally tuned into just kind of trying to raise the vibe of everybody, including himself, and was totally like willing to make space when someone did have a bit of a, a higher energy to bring. Yeah, how do you raise the vibe of a room? You make space for the other vibe to come up. You got to tune into the highest vibration possible and just jam on that, jazz on that tune play, into whatever is string. the highest in the room so if we have the room it's probably the slow motion samurai duel scenes in black and white i think that's coming low. straight from japan in the 1972 I mean, that's a bit lower you don't think that's the I highest think that was the highest the highest is within us it's the highest may the have been the christmas tree miniature oh. on the kitchen counter with wrestling 1990s action figures surrounding it as if they were worshiping like at the altar yeah, of this glowing too. Christ figure, and then next to it is the Sphinx London's cat sitting in a, <laughs> a lemonade box just sleeping through all the nonsense. Yeah, I was glad you took all those pictures of those guys. I found them to be some of the most inspiring. It made it seem like a religious gathering. It is, it is. Yeah. There's so much memorabilia and like artifacts and like different influences in his, in his chamber. I heard, uh, whoa. Driftwood. Witness this driftwood. <clears throat> There's four other seagulls with us. We're at a, like a precipice, an outcropping. We're at the river mouth. And at one side is the sleeping boardwalk with its roller coasters not going. And then out where the river empties, the seagulls are swarming in updrafts. And there's the ominous figure of a driftwood coming into the junction of the river and the slight slurp. And it has that ominous kind of crocodilia underwater size to it as it bobs in the gate of the ocean. It's about like a, just a bit after morning. It's gray with hints of white coming through. And I'm gonna tell you one thing that, I, how do we feel about this? 
we're we're not God. We we are not all of the same entity. That God is a creator, and that He created all of this, and then we're just players in it. So we are players, but we are not the create. We are the creation, but we are not the creator. In which case, we are just individualized people, and maybe we have higher selves, but we never will actually be of the same self. Getting philosophical. Is that too dubious? It, it's uh, it's a topic that you can go around and around and around and around on. Yes, and the second driftwood showed up. They're floating down from the river. That's fresh. <laughs> it's probably half rotting. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Fresh to fresh to the ocean and half rotting. Fresh compost. Half rotting from the river. Yeah, whatever. I don't even want to get philosophical. I was just like slightly worried that we're not all the same the philosophy entity. philosophy of it is that God is real. God is infinite consciousness. God's consciousness permeates everything. It's a question of whether our awareness is in any way aligned with his. We can't deny that God is part of us. We may align ourselves more with his creation than with his act of, uh, of creating. But the reality is that we're both because unity is fact unity is the spiritual truth i, I just i've been we reading ones, christian i've been reading christian propaganda we are the ones who <laughs> i'm starting to not think that's true the christian propaganda is getting to me yeah 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 they're saying that there's a creator and that uh below the that we are just part of the creation and that we are not of it that sounds like the kind of thinking that would keep all those christians just sort of bumbling along doing their sinning and going to church and feeling okay about everything well ain't that the human experience <laughs> and you know it's not like baba says anything all that different from that we can't help but sin as humans beyond the shadow of doubt light travels through the air sparkles tenuous impalmable Laws permeate the entire cosmos, cosmos. When your time comes for the removal of ignorance. This is what I was getting on this morning. When your time comes, when the circumstance, interaction, and the understanding is ready. Imponderable. Yeah. Bring that back. Yes. But also that, yeah, this is the feeling that I was getting in the apartment that night right right the that's what i'm wondering right but it's like it's still i mean ultimately still hasn't happened uh, the removal of ignorance ignorance like when yeah. the veils are revealed when you get that next hit of enlightenment like and then ultimately it's time becomes circumstances it becomes environment matching up with what's internally like ripened and ready in you so that then you can interact and be hit with it just at the spot that you can take it and if it was just given to you you would surely like evaporate or explode yeah like you you have to so it's like the timing of it was what i was getting into yeah. and then i was just kind of the coolest timing is when you get hit to the next level of enlightenment yeah the dance of the seven veils some people think it comes when a dancer dances seven veils. Each veil is removing a bit, an article of clothing as they get further and further until showing you what's on the next level. What's on the next nipple? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when Baba had his veils totally removed, it took months for him to come back like his you know tendency towards evaporation was very high but he had to keep his body grounded because he had a whole lifetime of work ahead of him with the knowledge that he'd received with what he'd seen with what he experienced in that moment of that kiss I love these stories Baba got kissed on the forehead by Baba Jean a woman who meditated under a skeleton of a tree? I think it was a tree. And people would come for kisses? People would come for anything. She would sometimes abuse people too. 
But it was a kiss that she gave him on the forehead that sent him into the astro traveling. Sent him into the projection. It made him God realized. It made him see the whole mandala removed, wheel of creation. Removed all the veils of ignorance. All the veils came off. Yeah. Nipple upon nipple upon nipple so that you're beyond the milk and inside the substance <laughs> and then into the substance and beyond the form. Mm. And then he came back to it when another fucker threw a walnut across a room and hit him in the forehead. It was a stone. A stone. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Who threw the stone again? Upasni Maharaj. Upasni Maharaj threw the stone. And it was a far throw, right? Yeah, it was, it was a good... It was good aim. It was good aim. <laughs> yeah. Because Baba had been in his room for months, pounding his head against a wall, trying to ground himself. Yeah. Because surely if you were to obtain enlightenment, you would go insane. Like, you're just not ready for it. It would just blast you out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually there's no you left. That's why it uh, is tenuous and imponderable. Yeah. Tenuous is like fragmentary. It's like little wisps of it. It's like the Milky Way that we get. You can't really hold it. It's wispy. Yes. It's just... But it flows through everything. And imponderable. Imponderable, a factor that is difficult or impossible to estimate or assess. It's very light, difficult or impossible to estimate, access, or answer. Imponderable. It's an interesting word. It's a word you can't think of. And it's, in this sense, it's dealing with what are the imponderables that flow through everything? And if they flow through everything, they would be the law of nature. They would be like the laws of the universe. And the law seems so firm. It seems so like direct and just what it is. Yeah. That law is almost a science. I've been feeling the laws of nature being that that's that if there is a creator then there would be laws in order to flow and to be the best within it like to go the best and so you have to follow yeah, the laws of creation the spiritual laws yeah and they'll lay it out and that's just how you that's how you, that's how you take yourself to a spot Very weak or slight. to um, Wisdom Council Karina downtown and we got yeah. a brief chat in and she was saying that she's been following a lot of you know like COVID like unveiling of the COVID lies oh yeah, yeah and yeah. like really educated scientific smart people who are just trying to figure out how to gently express the truth that there's a lot of corruption and like media uh, uh, propaganda around this thing and follow the money anytime you want the truth in a human realm follow the money yeah and it kind of you know it's difficult because the 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 show of the media of the way they're treating covid and interacting with it and creating legislation around it is so effective and the mainstream is following it 
so like in lockstep like they're marching if you find yourself on the like, side of the majority it's time to pause and reflect mark twain yeah you know it's a solid american advice chaotic activity is still follows like totally predictable um physical laws that are definite trust the science if you knew the trust exact, history if you, i trust history it's like if you drop a ball through um a splinko is it called splinko machine yeah, you yeah. Know? it's bouncing off all the pins and it's like more likely to fall in the center but it does have a chance of falling to the outskirts oh nice and it's chaotic but it's not really it just has to do with the exact detailed position from which you drop the ball and um Ooh. yes that's that's so when you're primed you, up that's when your veil will be removed so if you drop thousands of these balls over and over again all the time every choice you make it will make a bell curve shape and if you're in the middle of the bell curve live under a parachute that's why you go so slow well the problem is that it's this same feature of chaotic behaviors creating a mass very predictable pattern that makes it easy for humans to be controlled in herd mentality oh they've just seen the chart of the they, curve they've learned very well how to control masses of people because everybody's a bit chaotic and they're going to respond in their own way but the totality of the response Spolinko totality get, of the response. You get a bit of control. You kind of sculpt this side of the bell curve. You sculpt that side of the bell curve. And then it doesn't matter whether the Democratic Party or the Republican Party is winning. You've got everybody where, right where you want them, dead center in the middle of the bell curve. And What are the Spolinkos that control you to move you through to chaos? Or that, what is the chaos that then you are controlled with through, it's probably, it's fear. I mean, it's fear, right? It's fear, it's fitting in, well, it's doing good. I don't mean to sidestep your question, but to no, sidestep finalize it. Karina's point. That's what I was, yes. It's that it's difficult to get people out of that lockstep because as if you're an intelligent person and you've been in the mainstream for a long time, as soon as you start to recognize, like, it's like a domino effect. If somebody looks at COVID and realizes that it's a great big lie, that just implies all these other lies that have been going back to the beginning of the country. And it's a very painful <laughs> realization, and nobody wants to realize that. And so it's very difficult to get people to break out of the lockstep. It's kind of terrifying to do that to admit that you're no longer part of the mainstream because you don't have, you don't agree with what mainstream is thinking and agreed upon. And, um, and then it simultaneously creates this feeling of like secret information and paranoia. Yeah. You become a conspiratorialist I'm feeling and that, nobody like, wants to be a conspiratorialist because it's not a nice place to be. And if it's you an could agitated do place that, to be. reverse your Spelinko, take the marble and pull out each pin so that you could see as it fell the places that led you to where you're falling in the bell curve but if you could do that with your mainstream society and then you would be going back into the history of america and there's a lot of dark forces right. at work yeah and yeah. it would be difficult yeah i say embrace it because the totality of what america's produced is so beautiful folk music jazz hip-hop Hollywood, fucking the internet. Like, We're at the height. Blue jeans, baby. I'll take it all. Blue jeans, apple bottom <laughs> jeans, bell bottom jeans. It's like you can have faith that you can take apart all of the corruption and madness of like, it's just it's greed. It's like humans trying to be safe and to live through greed and just rent it all the way back. Nobody's trying to control people. They're just like, they want to make money. I think that's an oxymoron. People are controlling people because they want to make money. People are controlling yeah, each other through yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. People are controlled by money itself. How beautiful a setup if adjusting your sense to what is... That's a sweet wave. It just started forming through the timing of the water and the tides. That whole slow wave because the river is running out into it. It's oh. almost like pushing it back and it slows the whole wave down. 
Can you do it? Can this Wisdom Council do it? I would like to go to Wisdom Council and have them with, unfold. With wisdom Council? Yeah. Yeah, have them just remove one Spelenko. You are being misinformed about, I don't know what you'd say, like the health? I guess if you started removing the pins, you'd have fewer bounces on the way down. If you removed all of them, then you'd just fall straight through. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even to do it, though, with, I mean, how many pins do you want to pull back? Like, there's books written on this, the People's History of the United States, a Woman's History of the United do it. States. How many pins do you want to pull back? But it seems intriguing, though, right? If they're there and you can, and you've been lied to the whole time, if anybody's still watching mainstream news, they're a fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> that's... They're being... They're, they're not an idiot. They're, are, they're willing to be rused. It's gone so far that it's, it's a. I'm confused about the current mainstream media anyway because it's almost like they want to have people seeing through it. They want everybody to get confused and become a conspiratorialist and feel completely powerless. When they're not selling news, they're selling emotion, and the they're, emotion yeah. is anger. The emotion yeah. is fear. The yeah. emotion is like outrage. Yeah. Dude, there was a guy dressed like a clown when I was driving down here, at a at the Denny's slope. I always look at uh, hobos at the Denny Slope and kind of miss picking you up to go to theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the spot. That's the spot. And there's always a guy there who is uh, just standing, just waiting. It's day there was one, a tall gentleman with blonde hair curled over and uh, like a straight man's outfit, like blue, uh, like khakis and a tucked in shirt, and then full rodeo clown makeup possibly just wanted to be a glamorous lady from the 40s and went overboard makeup it was kind of hard to delineate between the two yeah mm -hmm. i liked him he's expressing the joy he wasn't smiling <laughs> he just dressed that way yes yes it was like a version of pretty that he was feeling the other day coming out uh, um out of out of a shop i was in right alignment with another gentleman walking by who said there's no jews in the cia and he was talking to himself or he was kind of confirming something he was saying like there's no jews in the cia and i said i think there's jews in the cia uh just because we were right at the light, right lockstep <laughs> and then he looked at me and i was like have you heard about the fbi uh or the cia releasing their pyramid documents that they in the 60s studied the great pyramids to check in on just what was going on and had done studies and had released those documents and there were some parts like backed out and at this point he was crossing the street to avoid me this crazy man talking to himself was crossing the street to avoid what i was bringing to the scene and once he got a safe distance away <laughs> and he's in tatters and ironically he's wearing like an endless summer t-shirt which i was just so feeling but i was just vibed up i wasn't playing him i was just in the fucking grace of glory yeah and then across the street with that distance, he says, the real pyramid's right here. And I thought he's pointing at like the white church or maybe the comic shop. I was like, the comic shop? He's like, no, no, real pyramid's right here. And he puts his hands above his head and he makes it into his head. And once I get, I'm like, oh, your head. And he looks at me like, yeah. <laughs> real pyramid power's right here, baby. Yeah. Trace that all the way back. Dude, seven veils are always available. Fuck all this bullshit, dude. It's all just getting in the way. Ah, let's open up your pyramid scope. Let it come in. You're doing it again, Kyle. <laughs> You're trying to break me open, but I can't be broken. Civilization has come and gone. Like, don't trust science. Trust history. It's come and gone. It's been obliterated. We've been informed by aliens multiple times. There's fucking dinosaurs are probably still around here that are running things. Like, it's all coming in and out. Throw a pebble into the river and just see what happens. What do you got? Splank? Splanknon? Fuck yeah. Is that the word you sent me? Splanknon? The Greek dictionary splan, Splanknon? It's like your guts. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. The feeling, the strong, like, heart, powerful, but it's also, like, your actual intestines and, like, entrails and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to say the lower Dantian. Yeah. In terms of Qigong. Yeah, I'm, I, uh, 
I was just hyped up on that word. I'm just learning about it. Yeah, you know, there's the legend of the blissful state of God being eternal and perpetual. And therefore, anytime I'm not completely blissed out, I feel a little bit like I'm missing the boat. Mm, and it's almost like are. a double-edged sword because yeah, you are. I'm keeping myself down under this thing when I know that regardless of any circumstantial, situational timeline event, I could be popping off at the height of, of excitatory ecstasy. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So I know if I'm not there that I'm missing the point yeah. somehow. Your but, emotions are a gift in that sense that they guide one to kind of even all of them out and get stronger and build the pyramid to the peak yeah yeah once i started recognizing my like negative emotions as being tools and helpers and they're like an evolutionary program in order to like if you feel like a loser it's like look into what you're doing that is making you feel like a loser if you feel like i'm not blissed out enough i could be getting to a God realization, then it's just like, it's fuel. Your anger is a gift, race against the machine. Like the building blocks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the forces. This book. I love this book. This um, wild goose, Qigong, had, has like a rundown of the different emotions. Day on Qigong, continuing the edition, wild goose Qigong, the first set by Master Hu Li. And it's about balancing the emotions. But it's interesting because the whole list of them, there's like, I don't know, it's like one for each major organ in the ancient Chinese way of thinking. And the only like positive sounding one is joy. And all the other ones are like negative things like fear and worry. And, but it's still the goal is to have them balanced. Oh, interesting. And you can't have too much of the joy without the balance of the other ones because it sort of topples over. Yeah. But you're right that if you can build all of those in an appropriate way, it can create that pyramid where, like, joy potentially is the one at the top, which the heart is the organ that's associated with that joy. And we should live where the heart is, like, the, the head and the heart need to flip. We have the way in. You ultimately have the way in. The throat and the heart, having them... That, that connection where they're and just that doing somersaults. Playing music and singing. It comes from dancing and singing. That's that is what activates it the most and bypasses anything your ego can come up with. Anything your thinking brain can come up with is just overwhelmed by the tsunami of singing and dancing. Hmm. You have the access to that. I wanted to hear about jazz, man. <laughs> I wanted to hear about you being a jazz drummer. Well, it's funny that you bring that up because my recent, most recent association with jazz is going to tap more into your recent Christian hypnotic programming. <laughs> totally. Here we go. Because, spin uh, it, spin it, spin it. That donation of like four boxes of books that came into the Ben Loman Library recently, and I pulled one off the top. That's where I got my Christian propaganda book, That's The Transcendental this, yeah. Meditation. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I got, I picked up the um, Blue Like Jazz book. And it, it, uh, it was totally Christian propaganda, like wow, we, with we a got hint the same of source. with a hint of beat jazz poet, like angst writer person, yeah, behind it coming to his Christian wisdom. But it was like every time I picked that book up, it was just so irritating and frustrating and just poking me in all the places that I didn't want to be poked, and like I didn't really agree with it. Yeah, you know, sometimes when I get in the flow of God, I'm just like, yeah, everything is true it's all coming at me for a reason and i have to accept everything as truth and there's that rare moment where i'm like now i have to rebound this because this is just a lie that's trying to cut me down and make me less than i am word and uh i feel that a lot with a lot of the like christian mentality that i read yeah Uh, what does it have to say about jazz though uh well this dude was like the author you know he's like a kind of a loner like a bit of a poet and a writer and he just wants to be by himself and write books but 
it's all just kind of an excuse to be lazy and like not be a hard worker or be someone who's thinking about others. Yeah. He's just in his own little imaginary world all the time. Okay, okay. And so eventually he has to go and like live with a group of dudes in a house and slowly kind of breaks through and realizes just how like selfish and self-focused he's been the whole time. Word, word. Um, and Very similar to the transcendental meditation view of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where they're taking this kind of like self-invested meditation time to escape from being a a proper citizen. Reality is community and... And Yeah, work and being part of something and building and sharing and like... Mm -hmm. You're here to put the glory to God through act and service. You really have to leave at 1230? Yeah, I mean, it's like... Approach time. 125. Winding it up. Winding it up. Winding it up. Um, Does he start playing jazz? No. Stop reading this book, dude. I did. I I already did. (laughs) Fuck this book. (laughs) It was was like, that book was not for me. Um, And, you know, maybe that's just because I'm in a hobo where... I'm in, a, I'm in a hobo state where I'm, like, refusing to work. And, you know, it sounds like he's describing you. That's from like, is that why you're angry at it? Yeah, maybe it might be cutting a little too close to home. And it's, like, simultaneously, you know, at the same time, parallel books I'm reading in my Baba book. Yeah. Like, that they just, it, he's, like, making all his Mondelez go and get jobs. But then the jobs only last for... It's coming to you. But then it's the, coming to you. The jobs only last for three months, and, like, as soon as the last guy, like, finds his job, he makes them all quit, and they go somewhere else. Yeah, jobs come and go. It's not the defining feature. It's just one of the things you do. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know... That's what's hard about the spiritual truths. It's very hard to know exactly what to do at any given point, because... It's like, uh, it's like trying to describe the location of each point on a string that's whipping. Mm. It's whipping, and there's like so many different shapes that it can take. And spiritually speaking, I don't know if you want to like bring that string to rest so that it's not whipping about wildly anymore or that you start using your string to tame other strings so you can bring several of them to rest. Or you can, you know, from nothingness, strike a chord. Um, All your emotions become those strings too. Like, whipping within themselves into finding your own self. So, how well do you know yourself? I'm asking that because I don't think I know myself that well. I'm coming to, to realize and I'm like, oh, that's a whole drop to do, to do this spelunking into knowing yourself. Yeah, but you don't, we don't know ourselves. I don't think so. Because we are God, but we don't know that yet. I'm, and we have all these misconceptions and like ideas about the goals that you have or the, the things that you're here to do in this form as Kyle or the things that you like. And these are all part of the ego. You can get to know your ego as it stands or as it was, or you can even change and redefine it and re-sculpt it a bit. Right. But it's still going to just be some individualized concept. I was looking at a note of mine this morning. It said, your ego, your highest state of self is still your ego. And then what's happening and then what is reality that or then there's god and then the distance between your highest state of your ego self and god is reality i didn't that doesn't quite make sense like uh it's saying that you have your ego sense of self and then you have reality of what's like really going on and that reality is that that's that's what's actually happening and that is the path that god has for you that is like god's like force that is really what's going on Whip. There's a whip floating out of the river now. now there's a, a whip green canister floating down the river. And two sticks, like drumsticks, 
we only have so much time and I want to hear about you playing drums in jazz like that feeling of being connected to the rhythm and just popping off and just like exploding around a drum set and hitting cymbals and crashing and just like and being in bands and just like leaning in and being almost like aggro with guys as they're like blowing up on you or like following bass players or just hitting them with your just like full deep guttural self so you're almost like growling as you play yeah the most recent time i did that was in um that studio that um what's this guy's name friend of a friend i got introduced to the studio he's got a ridiculously nice drum set that was tuned by an autistic person to yeah. fit within the room that it lives in yeah by far the best drum set i've ever and it, you went there and you were playing your synthesizer one time. It's not even studios. They're like um, storage units. Yeah. They're storage units with retractable, like, do, 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 like clicking metal doors. And this guy has the last one in the storage unit section. And he is a, like a like an object and junk sculptor so that he has shrines inside and out of like like candles and plastic cactuses and like paintings like built into it and he's always adjusting pieces of cardboard on the ground and like facilitating drinks or whatever you would need for your ambience outside or inside to be good it's a cool cool rock out spot yeah and dude who owns it who plays strings I remember kind of discussing the word jazz and he was a bit almost offended at like you want me to play jazz you want to see me playing jazz you know and, and we went around back and forth on our instruments for like 30 to 40 minutes probably kind of exploring all of the different things that could be jazz but don't quite fit the bill perfectly and just dancing and dancing and never finding a groove because jazz is so imponderable jazz is undefinable and yet it also is quite defined within genres of itself and so you know the same things have been done by improvisationalists with the same notes how many times again and again before it becomes cliche and the whole point of jazz is to not be cliche and to not be anything that you've done before oh let's start incorporating no no, no, let's not do that in this. We have to keep coming back to the same things. <laughs> so, yeah, the reality is ever bubbling and new, right? Which is maybe why you're saying that America is good. We're at that chaotic state where, like, anything is possible. It's popping off. It's gurgling. Mass manufacturing is there. Whatever's created can be created 10,000 times over with ease. Okay, okay. And, um... You know, but it's also like this denial of the beauty that was always there in nature because we don't need any of that stuff to be God or to be infinite or to have total completion. And you can't deny the laws of nature for so long because each law eventually will, will have its due. Yeah, I think each law, will, each law will not bend. We're getting to the point where mental illness will be the pandemic. Because yeah. the society that we've bred is mentally ill and it's going to, like, the physical nature of it is insane and it's going to spread out to all of our consciousnesses because we're living inside of the insanity and, and interacting with it every day. I feel that. I feel that spreading. Do you think that when you got in a... You were, you, you were driving your car through San Jose, if I may, and you're, there was a bike gang. Yep. And you were just hyped up on life. You rolled down your window, you got your techno plane, and you offered them a beer because you're hyped up on them being a bike gang. Yep. And they thought that you were insulting them. And they drag you out of their car and jump. They you. pop pop my tire. Oh, they pop your tire? Yep. For offering them a beer. Uh, well, you know, it was probably a different person. You know, it's like on the other side of the car. There's like bicycles all over the place. They probably didn't like how close I was driving to them, I guess. You're driving through the bike gang? No, I was like on the side of them, but yeah. they didn't want me to be like interacting with them from the scope of my petroleum vehicle. And so they, so one guy's popping my tire at the same time I'm like offering beers out my driver's side window. This is America. So this I pull over 
and I'm and I get out and I'm all uh, up in arms and kind of bold and um, and prideful and like I thought this was a peaceful protest. I thought this was a peaceful protest. What is this? You popping my tire? And it, then I'm getting surrounded by a group of dudes, and then I get sucker punched in the back of the head, and continue to get punched and I'm down on the ground. And what is this call? Hello? Was this the call? Was is this Sean? Circumstance interacting. Was this the entire cosmos? Was this when the time comes for the removal of ignorance? I should take this call. Well, I, should, I should go. I'm going to wrap it up. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> we're right in sync. It's proof. Yeah, that's good. It's proof we're in the groove. Yeah. It's proof we're in the groove. I'm going to wrap it up with a bit of the Rocco. <laughs> Thinking about civilization and what people build into civilization a mastery of the particular rhythmical movement, the irregular S-curve, cultivated for its own sake and handled with ease. 18th century art and aesthetics, the Racco, a microcosm of irregular S-curve, the fawns and spikes, the asymmetry, the sensation of growth, of the fascination of the natural world. It goes the Renaissance, Racco, Impressionism, and during Rocco, they're making all these S-curved shell shapes into the most decadent places to have tea because having tea at that point was the mental illness. It was the spelunking. It was the marble going through the game, getting its course of action. And that was because in 18th century, arts was to bring the conduct of human relationship to the level of art conversation art, letter writing art, chamber music, dancing, manners as art, seduction as art. We live within dentre and dentrite, nerve cells repeatedly tapping rapidly, terminating near the cell body, exotic, alien, outlandish. To expand, to cause particles to spread out, to throw open, to stand apart, to diffuse, to increase in bulk without addition of substance. To have your tires popped while you're offering a beer and your head to diffuse and expand while you're getting sucker punched. The tenuous imponderable laws of nature. How do you know yourself? Who is singing in the world? What is the world singing? Can you catalog? Can you ordain the universe? Can you have a remnant, a remainder, a fragment, a relic, an echo, an indication? Can you sing? Can you trace? Can you mark? Can you print? Can you imprint? Is there an impression, a legacy, a reminder, a memento, a souvenir, a token, a trophy, the remains, the leftovers, the leaving, the evidence, the residue, the archaic memorandum, the memory, the remembrance?